Where are you? I have just arrived back in the fort after being in Tampa today. I ran up there this morning. The uh, to, the Rays were having some kind of a media thing, and I wanted to talk to a few of them about Rocco Baldelli, the okay. Twins manager. So that's. Uh, but we were inside the deluxe Tropicana Field Dome. Right. The more you look at that place, the more it makes the Metrodome look like Ebbets Field. Right. <laughs> it's terrible. You know, by the way, Pat, they announced, uh, uh, what did they announce, Reeves? They're going, they're cashless this year. Topkin reported today that Tropicana Field, Pat, and I don't know if that starts in 19 or what, but they will only accept credit cards and what they call raise cards that you can pre-purchase. They will not accept cash at their stadium. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a uh, growing uh, movement, I suppose. Huh? I uh, disagree. <laughs> well, with them, you know, don't worry. They could handle it, whatever. They could have handled cash. They're, uh, they're basically, they announced they're lowering their uh, their capacity to what, Chris, like 27,000? I or think so, like yeah. Because the upstairs, the upper deck, the third deck, you're not going to, sit up there right so i thought maybe they'd have some big deluxe curtain or some damn thing they just got this 15 year old vinyl sitting over half the seats and half of them are open but they're just not going to let anybody sit up there because they don't get enough people up there so they don't want to clean it i'm amazed at the tampa bay lightning played in that building I know I am too. I got to explore that and yeah. how they how that possibly happened because Tampa Bay is. Have you looked at the standings, Joe? Yeah, they got like fourteen points more than anybody else in the league, and they really draw well. Oh, they pack them in. Yeah. It's the hockey capital of the South. It really is. And I remember when Esposito started, and then they were playing in the the dome over there, and you thought this is the dumbest idea in the history of sports, and. Uh, but Iserman came in and turned them in. The, the, they apparently they have a great owner, and he got Iserman to come in. And uh, you know our guy Tommy Kerbers was in on that too. They won they, a cup, uh, didn't they, Pat? They've got a cup. Yeah, they won a cup. Yeah, got a cup. Yep. And they, uh, but they, you know, they have a contender every year. Last year, what uh, Washington beat them in the second round. I right? think so. Yeah, kind of an upset. They, I think, I think they were ahead of Washington. In, Two games to run, three games to one, and Washington came back and beat them. Meantime, you're wild have snuck right back into the playoffs. That's right. That's right. Judd keeps wanting to break them up, but uh, they keep, uh, you know, winning. Charlie Coyle, all of a sudden he's back at wing now, and he can't be stopped. Right. So, uh, and, they, you know, that's good to go out on the road. But what it is is, you know what? I think if they can keep my grandson Luke away from games, yep. they got a shot. <laughs> Yep. They should put his. They should put a big poster of this kid, like at the gate. Do not let this kid in the game. Nope, they don't he's score when he's at, in the building. Well, he's now been at seven games and seen the home team score one goal. Yep, he was there the other day where they got beat shut out, shut out by some much four to nothing, whoever it was. As long as we're yeah. talking about hockey, what's with the island? They're in first place. Yes, and uh, one of their stars, you know, is that Anders Lee kid mm-hmm. who... Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, they're not in first place. They trailed the Tampas. Well, that's that's conference. Oh, that's conference. That's the conference. All so. right, yeah. yeah. Rookie's playing uh, but, with the big screen here, and he's got me all screwed up. But Anders Lee is, uh, I think I'm right, there's so many teams in New York, but he's the kid that was going to go to the U, and, or was going to go to Notre Dame, 
and he was the Edina uh, hockey star, and he stayed at Edina High School to play quarterback for his high school football team mm-hmm. instead of going off and playing junior hockey, and I've, I've always appreciated him for that. And by the way, he's having a fine uh, career in the NHL as a goal scorer. So I came up you don't earlier. don't have to go play junior hockey. You can, you can go to high school. I came up earlier with a plan how to end the government shutdown. I'm ready. Air traffic controllers and TSA agents say they are going to stay away from the nation's airports between January 30 and Feb 4. You watch all the billionaires with their private jets waiting to go to the Super Bowl descend on Washington and force them to open the government. Oh yes. Well, this this is the the way to get to us is through the air. They announce Oh, they they you you are proposing that they announce that. Yes. They, I thought you were telling me they did announce. Oh God, no, 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 no. Well, yeah, that's 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 the way to get to it. Because you know what, Pat, when that's you break it sure. down, when you break it down, the Super Bowl is all about airplanes, especially private oh, yes. ones. Who, and you know what? Not only am I flying in private, am I flying in on something bigger than you're flying in on private or yeah, faster? That's right. <laughs> so uh, you know, that's right. I got to have a. You don't want you to come in on some little puddle jumper that that poor soccer player was using uh, over in England and ended up in the channel. No, the whole airplane thing with the Super Bowl is a urinating contest. (laughs) Oh, the Atlanta people are, by the way, absolutely traumatized about this. Mm -hmm. They fear that uh, because of the uh, TSA problems and all that stuff that they could uh, have a better have a terrible impact on next week's uh, Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Say we're the people anyway, in Tampa hey, speaking. You, by the way, did you see what the federal employees are being rewarded, though? No. They can get free tickets to the Gophers during the shutdown. You That's know a punishment. On Twitter. <laughs> That's what I said on Twitter. Haven't they been funny? <laughs> They're not getting paid. Now you want them to go watch the Gophers? <laughs> You know what the heck? Say, did they speak? By the way, are we going to have to fire Coach Whalen? They got they got embarrassed again last night. Scored fifty three points. Wow. Yeah, I wondered that. I wondered how long yeah. before yeah. we criticized the dear woman. Well, there was just a, a piece that was at the St. Paul paper that talked about how how come you got through? she takes every uh, she takes each and every loss to heart, and uh, she does not like to lose. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's uh, you know, generally well, speaking, generally speaking, <laughs> most coaches don't. Go that's that's it. right. That's admirable a trait in a coach. A good, it's a good thing. Okay. It's yeah, a good great. thing. Did well, you, uh, you see the Timberwolves news yesterday, though. Nope. We got a new uh, executive, Max Minster. All right. Max Max Minster, who's got a great history in this sport is going to be the new boss of our esports franchise oh, really which starts play in may yes and max is uh basically he started a company for esports and we lured him away to uh be the boss of our esports team so okay what is I think e-sports? You and I should go over there and sit in a coach someday couch someday and uh Watching esports. What is it? Video games. games. Oh, my word in heaven. (laughs) The NBA has uh, like 18 franchises in uh, this uh, new video league. Good Lord, I I can't do that. Boys, yes, I was, yes, Reavers. I was getting a little misty driving in today, Patrick. Um, Do you know what? Do you know what the four of us were doing (laughs) ten years ago today? Okay, Uh, it's what. 
Probably yeah, we were at one. Twins Fest. We were at the Metrodome doing yep. Twins Fest, and Joe looked around and said, look at this dump. <laughs> yeah, but Pat's right. Compared to the Tropicana, it's Evans Field. The, uh, in fact, the Rays, if we kept the Metrodome up, would have moved up here. We could have had two teams two miles apart. They would have done anything to get out of there. The poor Devils. You know, just terrible stadium. You know, last year... They won 90 games. Yeah. Not only are they in a terrible stadium, but they're in a division with the Yankees and the Red Sox. Yep. They're spending $50 million, and those two teams are spending $250 million. Go get them, boys. You know? Did they speak well of Baldelli today up in Tampa? Oh, they love him. Yeah, yeah they all love him. Yeah. And he's a, he's a big personality. It'll be interesting. Now, I was talking to uh, Mark Topkin, who's uh, one of the best beat writers in the country, and he says that... Uh, Rocco, if you're just shooting, uh, shooting the uh, the ball with him, shooting the ball. Yep. How do we do there? Yeah, you're, you're all okay. right. You're all right. It's a podcast. We, we, got, we, we got that. Yeah. If you're just BS, if you're just okay. uh, chatting, BS, yeah. right. Just just shooting the breeze. Right. Breeze. We got you. Shooting the breeze. Uh, is a very funny guy, and he was very good at his opening press conference. But he has a hunch that if they lose four or five in a row and somebody wants him to uh, say something uh, that might be uh, fairly critical of somebody, that he's going to revert to uh, some horrendous cliches. So okay. we'll find out. All right. Anyway. Yep. But, but uh, they, they, you know that uh, they had two coaches hired as managers this offseason. Everybody raids uh, the poor Rays because not only, you know, they 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 – keep putting together this organization that makes chicken salad out of chicken feathers. Right. And, uh, and, uh, they, then they get raided. Everybody comes and gets their geniuses and they keep trying to put it back together again. Say the wild just claimed defenseman, Anthony Batetto oh, off yeah. waivers from Nashville. We're, uh, well, uh, Fenton probably drafted the guy. Right? Yeah. He's 28 years old. Why are we, uh, we, we just, dra- we just traded for some other decrepit defenseman, right? That's been around forever. Turn it around now. I don't know. Why are we getting the, all these old, you know, this is like the twins claiming 29 year old pitchers for the Yankees and having them pitch three innings and saying goodbye. Yeah. You know? Well, I don't know what to do. I just thought I'd throw that in here to make a, make the podcast always timely. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and up to date, absolutely on, on, on hard hitting. How's the weather in the fort? A little coolish, and it's supposed to be cool all week. I uh, it was so bad, I, I had the top up driving to Tampa. <laughs> I, I had the top down driving home. Right boy. Up, I had the top up, boy. You should have seen the bluster on the bay today, though. It was gorgeous. It was. Uh, I knew waves. you'd manage yep, to bring up the bay. A, a, a reference. Semi white caps. You know they got the uh, rest stop there, right on the water before you go over the bridge. Yep. I stopped there, even if I don't have to do any business, just to look just, at the scene. Just to say, even if there's nothing how you doing? going on, even if there's nothing going on no. with my bodily function, right? You just like to look at the ocean. 
It is my favorite rest stop in the world. Mm-hmm. He walks in there like a wrestler, showing that there's no foreign objects. I don't even have to go to the bathroom. I'm just looking I at the water. I just like to stop here. here. Watching. Yeah. Just watching the water. He's going to have his own parking spot, right? The only thing would be better is it would be like 12 at night, and you could, you could like do the boys deal behind a tree there with oh, the yeah. wind blowing yeah. and I think that would be fantastic. It's locked. But, say, <laughs> say one more wild it's note. It's a tourist attraction. Uh, I, I should know that. I should know yeah. this and I don't. Do the wild have anybody on the all-star team? Doobie. Doobie. Doobs? Oh, yeah. All right, doobs. That's this weekend in San Jose. He hasn't been that good. Yeah, he's improved a lot lately. He was pretty good against, uh, uh, was it Colorado? Yeah. Yeah. Their goalies, uh, they they cannot be relied on. They're like field goal kickers. They're they're up and down. We need a hot goalie. And Dryden and the rest of them, you can't count on. All right. There's been two of them in the history of the planet. Well, I'd, I'd say more than two. I'd throw in Glenn Hall. I'd throw in Jacques Plante. I'd throw in Terry Sawchuk. Gilles Melarch. I would throw in, you already said Dryden. I would throw in yeah, Dryden, Dryden and Brodeur. Uh, who was the kid that was really great for the Anaheims for a long time? I think he's now the, the uh, Vegas goalie. Oh. Who, who am I thinking of? John Sebastian uh, Gier. Quick for the Kings. Gier. Quick for the Kings. Right? Uh, maybe I'm thinking of Quick, yeah. Yeah, or the one that beat us, Giguer. Giguer. He beat us because he had pads the size of a rookie's head. <laughs> you know, is there a greater name for? <laughs> is there a greater name for a goalie in history than Sawchuck? No, no, is... and I guess he was as surly as oh. you know. Our old friend Fowler yeah. was working at the Royal Oak Tribune when uh, Sawchuck was still uh, playing. Yep. And I guess he was a grumpy SOB. Oh yeah. But All right, you know Patrick. What? If you if you have people shooting pucks at you without a mask on your face, you probably have a tendency to be grumpy. I think so. Right? I think so. I think so. All right. All, All right. right. Next week. Thank you very much, sir. Bye-bye. Thank you. All right. Oh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> He's ours. I need a rest. We're not trading him. Did, why didn't you ever ask him any questions? Tried to. Oh. <laughs> Tried to. Once Pat gets rolling, no. sometimes it's best. He He's just. Back away just from the microphone. Let him go. Let him go. He likes that rest stop there. It's his favorite. <laughs> Even if I don't have anything to do, I'll stop. Very good. We're going to be back. This guy has seen more urban wildlife than a DNR field agent with a PhD, Joe Souchere. Just had a roycey like gas attack that propelled me backwards to the visit table. the rest stop. I am at the rest stop. Even if there's no business. <laughs> Can you imagine no. being his neighbor in the fort? No. No. What are you up to today? Where are you going? Tampa. Can you take the orchestra down? This is the height of embarrassment. I've not heard of this before. What? Uh, Airline removes family from aircraft after fellow passengers complained that the family's body odor was too much to bear. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Give that one to save that one for Kenny in case he flies. American Airlines ejected a See this is I thought maybe okay, Pakistan, you know, where they don't have so Okay, sure. Yep. You know, this yeah. is Michigan. Whoa. American Airlines ejected a Michigan family from an airplane in Miami on Wednesday after several passengers complained of the family's 
body odor. Oh, my God. Yossi and Jenny Adler, as well as their 19-month-old daughter, were heading home from Miami International when an airline agent escorted them off the plane. Yossi told WPLG-TV, however, that he and his family have no body odor of which to speak. Okay. The family, most of us do, uh, Yossi. Uh, The family is now demanding to know the real reason behind their ejection. Oh, things are getting a little more complicated here. All of a sudden, as soon as they took us off, they closed the gate, and then they said, Sorry, sir, some people complained you had body odor, and we're not letting you back on. Come on. told the station. There is no body odor that we have. There's nothing wrong with this. I want them to own up to what really happened and to tell the truth. Jenny said... That she approached, that's the wife, that she approached several people in the airport and asked them to smell her. Whoa. (laughs) That's what Patrick does at the uh, rest stops in Tampa. We stopped and several people in the airport, and it's embarrassing, she said, but we asked them, do you think we smell? Because we just got kicked off a plane for smelling. Wow. The airline reportedly told the family that their luggage would be removed from the plane, but according to the family, it was not. No, it would have been too late at that point if they're already on the aircraft. They had our car seat, our stroller, everything, Jenny said. Well, what the hell? The family was able to fly from Miami to Detroit on Thursday. Needless to say, they were unable to change their clothes since they were forced to leave the aircraft in the airport without their luggage. Now they're ripe. Now they got the bill. Right, right. American Airlines issued a statement to the Detroit Free Press, which said the Adler family were asked to deplane last night after several passengers, along with our crew members, complained about their body odor. The family uh, were provided travel accommodations and meals and rebooked on a flight to Detroit today, the statement added. Okay, I have a question. Okay. Why didn't anybody complain on the flight they then took? That's what I was going to ask. They hadn't had any chance to get cleaned up. Something's fishy here. The guy had the hat on, the funny hat. Okay. But I don't know if it was a yarmulke or not. Okay. Did he have the... Even uh, if he did, so what? I've flown on many planes with people wearing those hats. So did he have the curlies, orthodox? No. No. Um, In fact, do I have a picture of him? Yes. Did they call Saul and say... (laughs) You better call Saul. Do you have any Irish spring? (laughs) No, but seriously... Because we have been sprung from this flight... Seriously, they have a they have a legitimate yes, beef. They do. Yeah. If they were kicked off for body odor, a day later they got a plane. Why were they not kicked off that one for body? Well, odor? you said that they were they had accommodations. So did they have a chance to go shower if they had if they had to have stayed overnight? You know, somewhere? reporting isn't what it used to be. Oh, well, they so. would have had to have worn the same clothes because their bags uh, were true. gone. That's true. Okay, unless they did the you know I don't think they were the type to do Says, the laundry in there. The family was able to fly from Miami to Detroit on Thursday. That would be yesterday, January 24. Needless to say, they were unable to change their clothes since they were forced to leave the aircraft and the airport without their luggage. Well, I suppose that means they could have showered yeah. and uh, and uh, uh, maybe bought some deodorant in the newsstand shop there or whatever, and then just put the same clothes back on. See, that's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Okay, but that's a, the uh, Jenny asking airport uh, people. Give me a if- sniff here, will you? If they, uh, yeah, Here, I, that. What do you think? But and if nobody was offended, something else is, was something's wrong. Something's fishy there. there, isn't it, man? Something's fishy. Is there? Because you can't just pull them off the well, flight and say you stink. Although Kenny asked people to smell him at Summit. No, he, he didn't flying. ask people to smell him. He said, "Does anyone have any deodorant?" But I thought, didn't he? Ask, or did he ask rookie to smell him? He, he asked somebody to smell. He's him. a very crude uh, fellow. It's, yeah, he. Uh, I, I chose not to, but I don't know why somebody would be carrying around deodorant at that time. 
At Summit Brewery. I have a friend in Florida who I stay with occasionally where I tried to beat the coffee beans to death with a putter. Yeah. They're coming back Tuesday. They're coming Why? back Tuesday? Uh, he said, I wasn't in control of that decision. Oh, okay. I said, do you realize what you're coming back to? Oh, Next oh. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday are supposed to be worse than what we're experiencing uh, now. And even then, we've had that many times in the past. 25 below. Oh, 25 below is the low in Tuesday, and then Wednesday, 23 below, with the high on Tuesday, 10 below, and the high on Wednesday, 9 below. Are those below. wind chills? Or just no, straight those are actual temp. temperatures. Temp. You know, today's not bad. There's no wind. No. Well, right. we ain't going to smell it in this wind. Gonna, what's the current temperature, Rook? Current temperature Doesn't is Doesn't make any difference. Two degrees. We're doing, we're doing a podcast. Well, she crept above zero. And yeah. the, uh, let's see, the current wind chill at this time of the recording is only six below, so you're right, there's not much wind. You think you've had a tough day in the past? You know, I've had some really tough days. Uh, some some of these shows in Garage Logic over the years really brought me down. Ryan, the garbage man Johnson, out in Wilmer, mm-hmm. he said, "Have a laugh on me, fellas." Okay. Today was one for the books. I got up this morning at three thirty, as I always do, to get ready for work. The garbage waits for no one. As I was getting dressed, I realized some jerk at the uniform company thought it would be funny to sew the pockets on my pants shut. I didn't think anything of it. I just took my pocket knife and cut the stitches. Of course, that was the start of my troubles. Then I went to make my coffee. I usually fill my thermos, then my coffee mug. I noticed no mug. Then I remembered I forgot it in my pickup, and it was filled half full. It was 10 below this morning. <sighs> this is written today, January 25th. Mm-hmm. So I had a big frozen chunk of brown ice, no big deal. I could just thaw it out at work and get some from the pot in the lunchroom. As I made my trek across the sleepy city of Wilmer, I noticed my truck was riding funny, so I pulled over. To my dismay, I saw I had a flat tire, so Uh I limped limped my truck to the closest gas station. I went to the air, and I was shocked to see they wanted a buck and a half for four minutes of air. Wow. Are you kidding me? Of course, it didn't really matter because the tire was already off the rim. I called my boss and told him I'd be late and began loosening the lug nuts and jacked the truck up. The rim was was stuck stuck. And I had to hammer. I had no hammer. Luckily, the gas station attendant was nice enough to lend me hers. I had the spare slapped on and lug nuts tightened and off the jack in a cool 10 minutes. I thought to myself, damn, I'm pretty good. As I was driving down First Street, I noticed my Dodge pickup was still not running like normal. I let it run while I was changing the tire so the engine was warm. I put it in the back of my mind. As I was making the turn off Highway 71 South to the service road, uh, where our shop is located, a little red light started flashing. Mm. It was the low-voltage light, yep, oh, the alternator. No. As I coasted till she stopped right in front of the office, I could feel the anger and frustration build inside. It didn't help matters that my boss said if I would have been driving a Chevy, it wouldn't have happened. <laughs> I thought, the hell with it. I'll just do my garbage route and deal with it later. As I write this, I have to, I have to laugh. All of this happened within the span of an hour and at 10 below. God does have a sense of humor, and instead of getting upset, you just have to find humor in every situ- situation. Sewing the pockets shut, though, that was original. Sincerely, loyal listener and garage logician, Ryan the Garbage Man Johnson, Wilmer, Minnesota. Here, here, Ryan. Give him a little sounder for his attitude. Let's give see. him a little something for his attitude. Let's, you know, we'll do. Huh? I think for I think for him, we'll give him the. He's got the good attitude. Let's give him this. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Wilmer, yeah, yeah. Let me, uh, let's take, I'm going to come back with another item that might surprise you. Uh, 
Attention Duluth Trading Store visitors. Please be advised that there's a giant angry beaver loose in the store. To protect your legs, see our fire hose work pants department immediately. We apologize for the inconvenience and thank you for shopping at Duluth. Scoot your caboose over to the Duluth Trading Store in Bloomington and Fridley. GLers, uh, we are coming back on the Garage Logic podcast with a uh, live breaking news. President Trump announces a three week deal where federal workers will receive back pay. Let's go out to Washington, D.C. and hear President Trump. And the dangerous journey north, the requests we have put before Congress are vital to ending the humanitarian and security crisis on our southern border. Absolutely vital will not work without it. This crisis threatens the safety of our country and thousands of American lives. Criminal cartels, narco-terrorists, transnational gangs like MS-13, and human traffickers are brazenly violating U.S. laws and terrorizing innocent communities. Human traffickers... The victims are women and children, maybe to a lesser extent, believe it or not, children. Women are tied up, they're bound, duct tape put around their faces, around their mouths. In many cases, they can't even breathe. They're put in the backs of cars or vans or trucks. They don't go through your port of entry. They make a right turn going very quickly. They go into the desert areas or whatever areas you can look at. And as soon as there's no protection, they make a left or a right into the United States of America. There's nobody to catch them. There's nobody to find them. They can't come through the port because if they come through the port, people will see four women sitting in a van with tape around their face and around their mouth. Can't have that. And that problem, because of the Internet, is the biggest problem. It's never been like this before that you can imagine. It's at the worst level, human trafficking, in the history of the world. This is not a United States problem. This is a world problem. But they come through areas where they have no protection, where they have no steel barriers, where they have no walls. And we can stop almost 100% of that. The profits reaped by these murderous organizations are used to fund their malign and destabilizing conduct throughout this hemisphere. Last year alone, ICE officers removed 10,000 known or suspected gang members like MS-13 and members as bad as them. Horrible people. Tough, mean, sadistic. In the last two years, ICE officers arrested a total of 266,000 criminal aliens inside of the United States, including those charged or convicted of nearly 100,000 assaults, 30,000 sex crimes, and 4,000 homicides or as you would call them, violent 
vicious killings can be stopped. Vast quantities of lethal drugs, including meth, fentanyl, heroin, and cocaine, are smuggled across our southern border and into U.S. schools and communities. Drugs kill much more than 70,000 Americans a year and cost our society in excess of $700 billion. The sheer volume of illegal immigration has overwhelmed federal authorities and stretched our immigration system beyond the breaking point. Nearly 50 migrants a day are being referred for medical assistance. They are very, very sick, making this a health crisis as well. It's a very big health crisis. People have no idea how big it is unless you're there. Our backlog in the immigration courts is now far greater than the 800,000 cases that you've been hearing about over the last couple of years. Think of that, though. 800,000 cases because our laws are obsolete. So obsolete. They're the laughing stock all over the world. Our immigration laws all over the world, they've been there for a long time, are the laughing stock all over the world. I wish he would take we the crowd hammer approach. I, I think re, what, re, yeah, recap for this crowd. Well, I think what he, I think what angers the Mysterians, uh, not that they're altruistic people or even charitable or kind-hearted, but he he keeps selling the idea that everybody who comes across the border has got a pocket full of meth and is intending to rape someone. And that why not take the crowd hammer approach, which is no, the wall is there more accurately for the United States to maintain its sovereignty and control the influx of people into this country, not deny anybody the opportunity, but to control so that there isn't these illegal crossings. It's that simple. He, he could probably get his message across a little more heartfelt in a more heartfelt way if he if he downplayed the criminal aspect of it. I just don't, you know, every time I go for a walk and I see some uh, Mexican guys putting a roof on a house, I'm not, I don't make the assumption that they're, they're criminals. Right. I'm not worried or intimidated or you know, concerned. Just, I, I I I just think he could he could he would be served well by uh, uh, tutoring himself on that Krauthammer essay. I agree with you, Joe, but I don't think he could get up there and say anything without being met with criticism. No, he's he's been thoroughly demonized. He's been thoroughly demonized. Um, just as his MAGA hat is now a triggering device that demonizes whoever might be wearing one. Mm-hmm. Again. Uh, Sandman, is it Nick Sandman, the yes. kid from Covington? If he had uh, worn a hat that said, I'm with Hillary, there you never would have heard of yeah, the kid. Yeah, if he's wearing a never Yankees baseball cap, yeah. we never would have heard of Never would have exactly. heard of the kid. Okay, okay but let's fast forward uh, through this uh, agreement. They're going to get their back pay. We're going to get them back for right now temporarily. Why is it only a three-week deal? Uh, I don't know why don't it's think only this, three weeks. I don't think this deadens my theory. Air no. traffic controllers and uh, TSA people have to say, no, complete the complete reopening we of the government it, or you don't get your Super Bowl. I think you're on board with that. I think that still stands. But now what's going to happen uh, between uh, uh, Nancy Pelosi, President Trump, the Dems and the Republicans, it's a urination match right now is what it is. Sure. And it's uh, it's wasting so much time and energy and 
maybe Nancy Pelosi hasn't seen the uh, uh, Charles Krautgram or anything. Maybe somebody needs to send that to her. That's the that's the most that's the the solution that solves everything for everybody that's here already. You're in. Mm-hmm. If you want to come in, we're not saying we you have can't. a means. You, you must follow. You got to go through this door, mm-hmm. and but if you qualify, you're coming in. It's the unwillingness of anyone in that office right now to work together. No, nope. that's what's so maddening about all of this. Nope. My God, it's you have to have compromise, no matter what type of line of work you are in. If you think Minnesota drivers are bad, you're right. At least according to a study, drivers in the land of 10,000 Lakes were the sixth worst in the country, according to QuoteWiz, an online insurance comparison marketplace. That's actually an improvement. In 2017, Minnesota was ranked the second worst state in the country for bad driving. QuoteWiz determines the rankings through data collection from its own site and the Federal Highway Administration fatality data. It calculates accidents, speeding tickets, DUI citations, and and fatalities in each state. In 2018, the worst drivers hailed from Maine. Our neighbors in North Dakota ranked fifth. I find that hard to believe. There's nobody. There's not enough of a population to cause a driving problem. Maybe it's percentage-wise. The best drivers are also from the Midwest, according to the study. The top spot went to Michigan. Illinois was in the top five. I'll be damned. Well, so wait this a minute. Just what, measures... wait, what does top five mean? The top five of best top, or worst? Top five best. Oh, top five. Really? Mm-hmm. Chicago? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 9,500 people were cited. The rankings were released the same day the Minnesota Department of Public Safety issued new numbers uh, showing more Minnesotans are getting tickets for texting and driving. 9,500 people were cited in the last year. That's an increase of 30%. From 2017, lawmakers are taking this up. They're looking at a bill that would ban drivers from holding devices while driving, as well as increasing the fine for drivers who text and drive. It passed its first committee meeting this week. Does it say anything about drivers that don't know how to access their insurance card somewhere in the vehicle? (laughs) No, that's usually the business of their father's. Okay. Their father's business. Can I call my dad? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just go, sweetie. Uh, Not much sports on tap this weekend. No, Uh, it's that lull. Torrey Pines out in uh, California, the golf (sighs) tournament, and uh, NHL All-Star game. You know, it's really only one good All-Star game. Usually that's baseball. So you're not going to watch the Pro Bowl? Uh, No. Is that on this weekend? That's this weekend. Uh, Okay, no. Where is (laughs) that? Is it uh, Orlando, Hawaii still? Orlando. Oh. But don't you think that the best skills competition still is hockey? That's fun. Yeah. Uh, baseball, they got the home run hitting contest. Basketball, three-point and dunk stuff. But hockey, when they're doing the stuff with the cones and breaking plates, yeah. I think that's interesting to watch. Yeah. But the game itself... No, the NHL no, All-Star I don't. Any All-Star, is, is, any All-Star game, I don't. I don't really don't. I love much. the baseball All-Star game. I think because it, it's the only one that is as similar to the actual product. You Isn't know, the, it amazing that Trump doesn't drink? Can you imagine? What if he drank? <laughs> what, what would his tweets he's, be he's, like then? That's the only self-deprecating thing I ever heard him say about himself. He said, can you imagine if I drank? <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I did hear him say that. I never himself. heard that. That's yeah, funny. Yeah. I wonder what his drink would be. He doesn't drink. He, uh, he's to be commended. He, is he, a guy he doesn't that, smoke. He doesn't drink. Is he a guy that never has? Never has. Really? Never has. Okay. Oof. They're out there. <laughs> they are out there. They're out there. God bless them all, those that have never and have used them all up. I, uh, you have know a, what? Have he a made great it. weekend, GLers, uh, uh, as 
warm as you can possibly make it. Hunker down. Uh, you know what? It's winter in Minnesota. I'm going to stop by Cameron's and pick up my mint whiskey. Is it, is it worth going through the airport hassle to fly somewhere to play two rounds of golf and come back? No. I'm, I'm at the point where it's I don't not, think it is. Yeah. It's not. It always is. Yeah. It's always worth it. Well. All right. We'll catch you next time. Uh, this was podcast number 86. If you want to find some of the previous podcasts, you can. They're all waiting for you at garagelogic.com, as well as the latest Greg Holcomb creation. It's fabulous. And you can also rate us on Apple iTunes. You're one click away from more Garage Logic podcast version. Thank you for listening. <laughs>